Welcome to Escape the Rat Race with me, Lisa Staker, the rebellious coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the nine to five to pursue a life of freedom, purpose and fulfillment running your own business. Whether you're feeling stuck in your current career or have always dreamed of starting your own business but been too scared to do so, this podcast is here to provide you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. Hi and welcome to another episode of Escape the Rat Race. Now over the last few weeks we've been focusing on the things that stop us living our dreams and we're going to continue that today. And we're going to take a deep dive in the topic that hits home for many of us, and that's coping with criticism when we embark on something new. We've all been there, right? You've excited about a new project, a fresh idea, and then bam, you get hit with criticism. So today we're going to explore why this criticism affects us so deep and discuss the practical strategies that you can use to manage negative comments. So let's get started. Now, first, I want to acknowledge why criticism hits us like that ton of bricks, especially when we're venturing into kind of the new territories, whether that's starting a new job, starting a new business, or even just doing something new, a new hobby. Now, first of all, we need to recognise that as humans, we're wired to seek approval. When we try something new, we're often putting a piece of ourselves out there Whether it's a creative project, a business idea or personal goal, it becomes an extension of who we are. So when this criticism comes our way, it feels like a direct attack on our identity and our effort. And it can hit us even harder when this criticism comes from those closest to us. So why do they do it? Well, unfortunately, I have to say that it's usually down to either fear or jealousy. So let's tackle the old chestnut of fear first. People fear change. So we've spoken about this a lot in the podcast. It's our, prog- our body's program to, to protect us. So sometimes when they criticise, it's just their way of keeping you and them safe. If they criticise what you're doing, you may not do it. And this makes you both you safe and them. But as we know, making, taking, doing changes is risky. And we don't want to be safe all the time. Because if you are, you're never going to live your dream. Now let's look at jealousy. You may be doing something that they've always wanted to do, but never had the courage. They're jealous of you doing it. So in order to make themselves not look bad, they kind of, this protection mechanism sets in again and they try and stop you doing what you're doing. Now it may not even be conscious on their side that they're doing this. So they may say things like, oh, you're not good enough to do this. Or, what have you done? It's not as good as someone else and those comparisons. And all these words put doubt in your, into yourself, into that mind. And again, stop you living the dream. So basically, they've won. Because they can't do it, they're trying to stop you doing it as well. So this kind of, kind of explains kind of why we feel so, so bad when people criticise us and why people are criticising us. What do we do about it? Now, there are ways we can manage this emotional roller coaster, and I'm going to give you some ideas how now. 
First of all, you need to develop a growth mindset. Now, a growth mindset, again, is something we've spoken about in this podcast before. A growth mindset means that you're going to embrace the challenges and criticisms and use them as opportunities for learning and improvement. You see setbacks as a natural part of learning rather than a reflection on your abilities. Practicing self-compassion being kind to yourself. It's not something that many of us are very good at doing, but if you can kind of get into the habit of doing it, then this can really kind of help you kind of get, not get over when people criticise, but just manage the criticism. You need to remember that everyone faces criticisms and it doesn't define your worth. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would if a friend was going through a similar situation. Focusing on the positives. Shift your attention to the positive aspects of your work or the progress that you've made. Celebrate your achievements and remind yourself the reason why you started in the first place. It's also very important to distinguish between constructive and destructive criticism. Learn to differentiate between the feedback that aims to help you improve the constructive criticism, and the comments that are purely negative or hurtful, the destructive criticism. Pay more attention to the feedback that offers specific suggestions for your improvement. You can spot these things. I mean, when we were talking before about kind of the jealousy and the fear coming out, you might find that's quite destructive criticism, trying to stop you doing something. But if someone says, um, I didn't particularly like your advert, but I, I thought that maybe you could change the colour and it would appeal to me more. Now, that is constructive in as much as something didn't appeal to them, but they get offered you a kind of solution to it. Because at the end of the day, these people could be your customers. So actually getting this feedback is very good. Take a break. This can be, if criticism is overwhelming you, give yourself some time and space. Take a break from this the project, whatever you're doing, clear your mind and return to it with a fresh perspective. This might be particularly true if you're working um, online and with social media. You might want to find yourself just taking away from if it is social media, if you're getting the criticisms there. And by stepping back, you're then when you go back in, you're going to be more objective. Keep a success journal. We've spoken again about journaling before and it can be really useful to kind of put it down in paper, everything that you've done. So get that creative journal, whether it's a notebook or maybe a form, more formal journey or kind of notes on the PC where you document everything you're successful at and those positive feedback points. Then when you face criticism, go back to your journal, remind yourself of all your achievements and the impact that you've had on others. Seek professional guidance. Now, if criticism is affecting your mental well-being, it is really important that you seek professional help, whether that from a mental health professional, a mentor or a coach. They can provide you valuable insights and strategies that help you cope with the emotional challenges of receiving the criticism. Learn from role models. Look up to individuals who have faced criticism in their field and learn how they navigated through it. Understanding that successful people have also dealt with setbacks can both inspire and reassure. Now you channel negative energy into productivity. Use the energy from criticism to fuel fuel your determination and productivity. Channel this negative emotion into constructive actions, such as redefining your work, acquiring new skills, or exploring alternative approaches. 
sometimes that motivation we need comes from actually, actually, I'm going to prove them wrong. Now, my final point is to say, reflect and iterate. Take time to reflect back on the feedback you've received. Consider if there is any valid points that align with your goals. And use this criticism as a guide for making informed decisions on your work. Now, we've spoken about why people criticise and some strategies that you can use when you're faced with criticism. But let's now talk about why it is really essential that you manage criticism effectively. Unchecked negativity can impact our motivation, hinder our progress and even make us abandon our promising projects. It's crucial to develop a resilience toolbox to weather these storms of criticism and keep moving forward. Now we've spoken about kind of some ideas of things you can do to help but also I'd like to add in have a healthy support system. Surround yourself with people who believe in your vision and can provide you with constructive feedback. Having a strong support network can act as a shield against this impact of unwarranted criticism. Another thing you can do is set boundaries with criticism. Not every comment deserves your attention. Evaluate the source, the intent and the potential for constructive insights. If it doesn't positively contribute to your growth or your improvement to your work, you might be best to let it go. Remember, not all opinions are equal and not every critique is worth internalising. Now, this may be particularly true, again, of social media, where people will write things that they will never say to your face. As we wrap up this episode, let's recap. Criticism is a natural part of any creative or ambitious endeavour. It impacts us deeply because it feels personal, but with the right mindset, we can turn it into a catalyst for growth. By shifting our perspective and building this strong support system and setting these healthy boundaries, we can navigate this world of criticism with resilience and grace. Now that's it for this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. But before I go, I want to tell you about the changes that are happening here. 2023 is almost over. Let's be honest, it's got that meh feeling. Remember that optimism that we was kind of filled us when we emerged from the pandemic? Well, it seems a distant memory now. With everything that's happened globally and the escalating cost of living, life just feels a bit like an uphill battle. But guess what? It's time to shake things up, rebel against the nine to five and reignite our passion for work and life. In this area of endless hustle and the rat race, it seems easy to get caught up in this monotony of daily routines and lose sight of what truly drives us. However, let's not forget that our passion is what fuels our most significant achievements and brings joys to our life. It's the driving force behind our creativity, our innovation and resilience. So here at the Escape the Rat Race, we are designating 2024 as the year that you go from feeling stagnant and frustrated to free and fulfilled by discovering your purpose in life and reigniting your passion for work and life. And with this in mind, the focus of the podcast will be changing. It's still for professionals who want to escape the rat race, but this could be to start your own business, change career, 
refocus your existing career or just start that new hobby that you've always wanted to do. The thing in common is you want to get off the wheel that you're on and enjoy life again, to reignite that passion you once had for your work and life. We'll be covering all the topics that's going to help you do this. So I do help you, hope you keep listening. See you next week on Escape the Rat Race. That's all for today's episode of Escape the Rat Race. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom, purpose and fulfilment. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favourite platform. And if you have any questions, comments or feedback, feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Staker. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.